On Saturday, the 4th of November, 2023, leading scholar activists, anti-genocide campaigners, human rights defenders, and musicians from 20 countries, as well as Rohingya refugees, joined Palestinians from the West Bank as a global online show of support for the 2.3 million residents of Gaza who are currently under Israel's genocidal onslaught, perpetuated with the unconditional backing of the United States and Germany, France, and the United Kingdom. This mini-podcast segment features the statements of myself, Neferti Tadiar, and Chloe Diaz. Neferti Tadiar is a feminist scholar of cultural practice, social imagination, and global political economy. Chloe Diaz represented Socialist Alliance Australia. She's a refugee activist and a green left journalist. The next speaker will be Professor David Plumbeau-Liu, a leading decolonization scholar, a professor of comparative literature, English at Stanford University. He's also co-host of Speaking Out of Place with a friend of mine in Zizar in Canada. David. Yes, thank you very much for having me. It's an honor to be with you. As Zarni mentioned, we are speaking from Montreal, where there are two large academic conferences going on, the American Studies Association and the Middle East Studies Association, and a significant number of uh, people on both conferences have are staging a walkout, so academic business will not go on as usual. It is proper to pause in our everyday lives as educators to understand the larger educational mission that is morally and ethically ours to take on. So I'm going to read a short statement. I want to begin by stating unequivocally and absolutely my solidarity with the people of Palestine and my utmost admiration for their courage in the face of a catastrophe that started in 1948. They are heroes to all dispossessed peoples who will never cease to fight for their rights, their lives, for a better future for their children and their children's children, and for their land. Their voices reverberate with the spirit of those no longer with us. I speak with a special sense of shame as a citizen of the United States, a country which has lent the violent settler colonial project of Zionism is support diplomatically and financially in obscene and immoral manners. A country which is itself so tainted with bloody imperialist projects has no business pontificating nonviolence to the oppressed. I applaud all those in the US who are on the streets today speaking for Palestinians and defying the preferences and practices of their governments as millions elsewhere are also doing. It is the task of all people to amplify those voices in political speech, in conversation, in song, in poetry, in action, in public and private spaces over and over and over again until Palestine is free. As an educator, I applaud each and every one of my colleagues who has refused to abrogate their ethical responsibility to teach and to convey the truth, and I applaud all those young people who refuse to docilely swallow the lies of mendacious teachers and who are on the streets today or occupying spaces on their campuses, your courage gives me strength. I stand with all those who fight for freedom and liberation and against deceit and ethno-supremacist violence. What we see globally is the massive expansion of a movement for Palestinian rights, 
I beseech you not to let this momentum flag or diminish. I'm heartened at all those who march in defiance of cowardly prohibitions, who stand up to power, who marshal the actual power of a people constituted not by nation states, but by moral commitments that transcend all borders and boundaries and respect and pledge to support all forms of life and liberty. Free, free Palestine from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Thank you. Thank you very much, David. Professor Nafati Tadia from uh, Barnard, um, Professor and Chair of uh, Women's Gender Study and Sexuality Studies and Director of uh, Columbia University Center for the Study of Race and Ethnicity at Barnard College. And she'll be speaking from Montreal where she's attending conference. It's an honor and to be here with all of you. I speak to you from Teotihuacan, the unceded indigenous lands of the Kanyen Kehaka, and speak as a Filipina in long life opposition to US imperialism in the Philippines and in the world at large. To the Palestinian people, the decolonizing world sees you and feels and shares your pain while being inspired by your courage and fortitude. And we are here to fight with you to see to the liberation of Palestine. Some of us write for the future. We wish to make a record, a visionary wager, a promise for a generation we may not live to see, but hope nevertheless to continue to be a part of, perhaps even to have some hand in shaping. We write toward and for viable different futures. And yet here we are writing to prevent a harrowing present from continuing. <clears throat> I wrote those words in 2006 to decry the systematic killing of activists in the Philippines by its own state following the US-led global war on terror launched against Afghanistan and Iraq, and to decry the indifference of the international community to the massive losses of life inflicted there, as well as in Lebanon with the invasion of Israel in the same year. I speak now these same words to contribute my words to the global decolonization movement that has been quickened and galvanized by Palestinian resistance to this genocidal US-Israel war on Gaza. Today, we cannot imagine just life-sustaining and open futures for all without fighting to prevent this harrowing present of a US war, US-Israel genocidal war against the Palestinian people from continuing. This is a war waged in defense of a dominant global order of geopolitical power, which is the consequence and afterlife of more than 500 years of European colonialism, global capitalism, and imperial sovereignty the revanchist defense of which constitutes what I have called the war to be human. More than 20 years ago, when the U.S. began the shock and awe carpet bombing of Afghanistan in retaliation for the attacks of 9-11, it became brutally apparent that the global war on terror was the moral ideological vindication and practical measure for securing the exclusive rights of freedom and privileges of the already human who are at the helm of this war. As I see it, the genocidal violence unleashed on Palestinians in Gaza by the U.S.-backed and U.S.-financed state of Israel is an intensified paradigmatic instance of this war to be human, a war of dispossession that indigenous scholars have vigorously argued is an ongoing colonial structure of violent accumulation intrinsic to global capitalism. This civilizing mission meets out collective and individual punishment of colonized peoples and their descendants 
in the moral calculus of the just wars of Spanish conquest and Anglo-American settler colonialism, a moral calculus which has undergirded all international militarist interventions of liberal democratic Western states in the 20th century since World War II, including humanitarian interventions. In the 21st century, the war to be human is waged by new and old agents to secure what I have called life worth living of the already human, that status of colonial supremacy, protected belonging and freedom defined as exemption from enslavement, servitude and punishment, which defines the very life form of value animating contemporary global capitalism, including war as a financialized capitalist enterprise in its own right. The U.S.-Israel war is undoubtedly the epitome of this war to be human, a settler colonial war of dispossession of Palestinians, their life and land, as the very condition of its own so-called right to valued existence. But this imperial war is also a broader phenomenon which upholds the dominant global capitalist mode of life that so many of the colonized have been resisting, and that today everywhere people are fighting to decolonize. As the presumed civilized world of the already and would, would be human believe it, their moral and just duty to raise down Palestine, to secure this monstrous global order that guarantees their own present gains and future profits, we must therefore build the scope, fervor, and momentum of this growing global decolonization movement, fighting in solidarity with the Palestinian struggle for liberation in order to make another life possible a life we might all share, the life that the poet Rafif Ziada says Palestinians wake up every morning to teach the rest of the world, a life-making in zones of war practiced by all colonized peoples whose very becoming is, as the poet Joy Barrios writes, a struggle to live and be free. Thank you. Thank you very much. The next speaker is Sister Chloe. She will be speaking for Socialist Alliance of Australia. Uh, Chloe? Thank you, Zani. And thank you to groups like 4C, like the Free Rohingya Coalition for putting this solidarity event together and for the opportunity to speak and hear from people around the world standing with Palestine. I just want to say to Palestinians everywhere in Gaza, West Bank, Jerusalem, in Israel, in refugee camps, to all oppressed people, you have not forgotten. I am speaking from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander land, land that was stolen. Just like Israel, Australia was founded on a lie that the land was an empty land, land without people, terra nullius. Like Israel, Australia was also founded on genocide and formed as a settler state. And to this day, lives off the dispossession and denial of sovereignty of its first people. This shared struggle is why the first people of Australia have always been some of the strongest supporters of the Palestinian people's liberation struggle against the apartheid Zionist state of Israel. I want to show my solidarity with the people of Palestine and condemn Israel as they carry out war crimes in Gaza, Israel always has been a settler colonial state. 
I and all comrades in Socialist Alliance call for an immediate ceasefire, a lifting of the siege and an end to the occupation. And we recognize the ongoing resistance of Palestinians to the Israeli occup occupation. We recognize the rights of the Palestinians to defend themselves against ethnic cleansing, against land grabbing, evictions, assaults and massacres. I want to bring attention to the suffering of the thousands of Palestinian women. Gender-based violence and misogyny exists everywhere, but it is especially grim for Palestinian women and their children who have been dealing with the strangulation of their home by the Israeli occupation. The support of Israel shown by the Australian government is shameful. They have shown uncritical support of the Israeli narrative. Israel has no right to genocide or Palestinian land. We all have a duty here in Australia to fight against this injustice and speak out for the rights of Palestinians, not just because we are humans or because Australia is one of the most loyal imperial allies of Israel, but also because Australia played a critical role in actively pushing for the formation of Israel. And we shouldn't forget that. Australia is complicit in Israel's crimes against humanity in Palestine right now. And it might seem like justice for Palestine is not within our reach, but we will not lose hope. Palestine will be free. We need to remember that empires fall and victory is possible. But the ruling party here, the Australian Labour Party, is coming under pressure from the protest movement. Global solidarity and events like this are so important. We've seen the mass protests for Palestine all over the world calling for an immediate end to, the, to Israel's genocidal attack on Gaza. We don't see protests on the same scale in support for Israel because support for Israel is the domain of those in power, those who support the destruction of Palestine. The so-called free democracies in the West are feeling threatened by these mass protests and that is why they are attempting to repress our right to protest. But we will keep marching in the streets. We will keep up the pressure. It was a mass global solidarity movement that helped to stop the apartheid in South Africa. We can do the same for Palestine. The solidarity with Palestinians, solidarity to everyone out there who is part of the movement fighting for a free Palestine for a better world. Long live Palestine. Thank you.